Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are once again live down here in the Bear Cave Studios for another episode of the Sports Frenzy Podcast, Sold Out. With me, your host, Freddie Loso. It's a two-man show tonight with my other host, the Encyclopedia, Blackbeard himself. And in honor of the devil's advocate who has too much to do before he goes on vacation, so he couldn't be with us tonight. Loser. Um... On this day in wrestling history, we have a few things. Uh, first birthdays, former WWE ring announcer and current PFL ring announcer, or cage announcer, I should say, Lillian Garcia. It's a birthday today. As well as everyone's favorite superstar who likes to talk to boys on the internet and then try to claim he wasn't going for anything, the Velveteen Dream. Happy birthday to the Velveteen Dream as well. Uh, also, 20 years ago, Probably what a lot of people consider to be the greatest match to end in a disqualification occurred tonight at the 2001 SummerSlam. Kurt Angle defeated Stone Cold Steve Austin in the WWF Championship match by a disqualification. Nice. Well, speaking of Kurt Angle, I don't know if you've seen him on the internet lately trolling with everybody. Go ahead, go ahead. I, say, I, I, I did Rob's piece for him since he can't be here. Oh, that's right. We have the encyclopedias. Intro, bring it in. And gentlemen? The nature boy doesn't ride trains. Woo! Woo! And if you don't know what that means, because I sure as hell didn't when Freddie told me, Google it. It, Not safe for work, folks. (laughs) Yeah, that was hilarious when I saw it. I was surprised you guys hadn't seen it. Well, I don't want to... I don't want to put that on Rob. He might have seen it. I definitely didn't. And on a sad note, for those of you OnlyFans, sexual content is being banned by OnlyFans. I'm really sorry. Especially all those UFC women that feel like to get an extra buck, they got to show their shit on OnlyFans. It's coming to an end. I'm sorry. Actually, I think OnlyFans stock is going to go skyrocketing down now. Oh, 100%. They'll all just come out with, I think it's like a fan site. But away from all the fans, they'll get around it anyways. But speaking of Kurt Angle, he's been all over the internet, squaring up to either pictures of The Rock, uh, was it Rusev? I'm like, all right, Kurt Angle, either get back in the ring or whatever. Like, figure it out, bro. So on the next Kurt Angle show with an "Ask Kurt Anything" theme, I guess we know what he'll get asked. What's all this about? Yeah, I don't know. But we got the original two here, as Fred said. Remember, folks, we started this whole thing, and you're still here. Yes, we did. We're glad to still have you still aboard. Still here, still hanging out We're with still us. Still glad to have you aboard, and it's not going to be a one-week engagement. It's going to be two because Mr. Rob, the Devil's Advocate Faint, who said, oh, I think I've been on every single episode since I started, is actually going to end up missing two weeks. Two weeks in a row. Look at that. Suck it, Rob. So you guys will be given a break from his cocky attitude, his bullshit talk, like his shit don't stink. (laughs) And his constant berating of us for not having the championship. So we've got a a packed show for you guys tonight. We got our picks for this weekend, for SummerSlam, for NXT, 
And we're also doing a watch along. Encyclopedia, you want to let the fans know what watch along we're doing tonight? Okay, so we did. We might have mentioned it a few weeks ago, and we pulled an audible last week because, come on, we had Jared on with us last week. Jared Silverclight, who, um, if you guys go check on social media, if you didn't attend any of the Northeast Wrestling shows, the poor guy did take a beating this week. I mean, he got hit with every finisher from the Hardy family office, it seemed like. Matt Hardy and both members of Private Party beat the crap out of him at Six Flags. And, yeah, Eddie Kingston kind of gave him a little bit of a beatdown the night before at the Mid-Hudson Civic Center. So we do thank you, Jared, for coming on. We hope to have you back soon. But um, the audible was we were going to do a watch-along of the very first Walter versus Isla Dragunov match. We put that off so that we could give you that exclusive interview and i think that was a very smart decision i hope you all enjoyed that but um this weekend is actually walter versus isla Dragonoff too so let's celebrate that by watching the very first match i know i haven't seen it before i don't think freddie has and that will kind of be it'll kind of be like back in the day when you went to the house shows and if you wanted to see hulk hogan as wwf champion if you made it up to the intermission you were golden because he had to rush out for room service, so his matches were usually right before the intermission. Although, according to Bruce Pitcher, that was done so they could sell tickets for the next house show appearance at that same arena. We're going to do that one in the middle. We're going to kind of do this thing in order. So we have our SummerSlam picks, and then we'll move into the watch-along, and then we will give our NXT TakeOver 36 picks. But exciting weekend in wrestling. I know the much-hyped first dance is tomorrow night. We're recording on Thursday. This is getting posted the same day. So if you listen to this after, I'm sorry. But um, I think we're not going to go too deep in that. Long story short, I think everyone who's a huge wrestling fan knows what the big hype is and why it's being called the first dance for AEW Rampage tonight. So, or tomorrow night. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Hopefully AEW does keep their promise i mean they've been hinting at it so long even this week we saw kenny omega with a chick magnet t-shirt on so i mean you can't get more blunt than that but then again john cena last week on smackdown alluded to that person as well so i don't know i'm glad i'll be home to watch it for once i left tomorrow night open and as many of you know he's one of my favorites of all time so it should be a fun night and I don't think AEW is going to screw this up too badly. Um, I don't think AEW is going to screw it up. I think it would be really stupid of them to hype this thing up to the levels they have and then not come through, especially because the card otherwise is very weak tomorrow night, in my opinion. Yeah, it's very lackluster, that card. But um, do you have anything else you want to go into, or should we just jump into the picks? Because this is going to be a long one. Yeah, I think we should just jump into <laughs> okay. the picks. Not much other than what you mentioned. I will say, starting off with the SummerSlam picks, I feel like this card, for the first time in a very, 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 very long time, top to bottom, a lot of these matches can go in any direction. I don't feel like it's clear-cut who's going to win every most of these matches, and that's that's rare, in my opinion. I mean, maybe you feel differently. I just feel like... We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten matches for SummerSlam. So it's going to be a long night, folks. And I feel like mm-hmm. most of them, I'd say at least half to 60% of them, 
it's a toss-up on who could win. I've got a couple here that I'm like, all right, I can see who wins right. this one. I see who wins this right. one. Um, other ones, I'm like, uh, it's a coin flip for me. Yeah. I don't take it. Agreed. All right. Uh, unfortunately, in his last-minute errands that he's running before he leaves on vacation, the devil's advocate failed us and did not give us his picks. So we'll have to check on that next week. I'm sure he'll do it before the event starts on Saturday, though. He's always been good about that. And not to mention, he doesn't want to give us any wiggle room to catch up to him since he's so far ahead. You know, it's like Hogan's four-year title reign at the rate we're going, which coincidentally, when he was telling us that he wouldn't be on tonight and doing a shit talk, he sent an image of Hogan holding the WWF title in 2002, which I thought was very ironic that the old man was sending us an old man holding a title belt. But anyway. There you go. And if he doesn't put his picks in, they should be negative points, right? I don't think we've implemented that rule. <laughs> well, we're making it up right now. If he doesn't put his picks in, negative points for each one he misses. Yeah, I mean, if you want to... But we could say there's multiple champions on the show. I... Well, I'm not a champion right now. I'm in second place in my fantasy Premier League. Thank you, Bruno Fernandez and Manchester United for the whooping that you dished out on Sunday. But anyway, um, and also, I will not be watching SummerSlam Live. So those of you that have my phone number, please do not text me the results because it's the Hudson River Derby. I don't know why they call it the Hudson River Derby because neither team plays along the Hudson River, but it's Red Bulls versus NYCFC going up against SummerSlam. We also got a Pacquiao fight on Saturday night in Vegas. The same town SummerSlam's going on. Crazy sports weekend. But let's get to the picks. So. Let's jump into it. All right. So Alexa Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. Wow, you you went with the garbage first. All right. I'm okay with that. I'm torn. I'm not torn on the pick. I'm torn because I really like Alexa Bliss. I know I'm in the minority with this character. I actually find it interesting, and I'm waiting for the tie-in to the new Chucky series on USA and Sci-Fi that I keep joking about. But, my God, she's got to get in the ring with Eva Marie. And is it really going to happen, or is Eva Marie going to just pull the switcheroo and put Dewdrop in there? Or Piper Nevin. I'm, I'm going Bliss here. I think this is one of the give-me's, but... Could be wrong. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think this one's a this one's a gimme here. Uh, it's Alexa Bliss for me. I can't see her losing. Not with the hype train they've, they've got running behind her with all her vignettes and all that stuff. So Alexa Bliss for me. All right. Um, spoiler alert. She's also going to be the body that Jennifer Tilly's character from the Chucky series is going to take over at some point. No, actually, I just think that would be fucking cool if they did that. But anyway. Um, <laughs> so AJ Styles and Amos, or Amos, they seem to change the pronunciation on a weekly basis. Every week. They're defending the Tag Team Championship against RK Bro. I know we've had hints that Orton and Riddle are done, and now they're still together, and what have you. I'm going to go out on the limb and say they're not done quite yet, and I think... They're actually going to win the belts on Saturday. It was one of the few title changes I think we might see happen. I'm going to go with RK Bro on this. All right. Um, I'm going to go against you. I think this is where we finally see the the, the demise of RK Bro. I'm going to go with AJ Styles and almost, almost, almost. You, you choose. 
whichever almost, one. Almost a good wrestler. Pronunciation. No. He's almost yeah. a good wrestler. Almost. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see it going either way. I just feel like it would be too obvious to do the turn here, especially because Randy Orton hit him with the RKO last week, and they're still together. But yeah, we'll see. You, you, you could yeah. be right. It's not like the Raw Tag Team Divisions that fall after the Viking Raiders. And uh, we haven't seen the New Day in weeks except in the background shilling merchandise and backstage segments. So in t-shirts. <laughs> that was funny. I was waiting for them to turn that into a storyline and nothing happened. Um, a storyline that I don't think anybody really cares for. We have the feud between Drew McIntyre and Jinder Mahal, which is hopefully culminating at SummerSlam because I'll be honest, I don't think anyone wants to see that. Uh, the whole sword in the stone routine is like Disney from the 50s and 60s. So um, way to go, Drew. You Crowds come back and they really put you in that main event spot, huh? And Veer and Shanky have been banned from ringside as if anyone gives a shit. I'm, I'm going to go out on the limb and say Jinder. No, I'm just kidding. I think Drew McIntyre definitely on this one. <laughs> yeah, this is another gimme for me. It's uh, It's Drew all the way on this one. I just don't want to see Jinder Mahal in the ring. I don't have a problem with Jinder Mahal. I just don't think it's there's a hope in hell that he would win this. I almost feel like this should have been put on the kickoff. You know. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Save judgment here, folks. This could be a case where we might see more matches announced for SmackDown. We're just going with what they give us right now. All right, so this is the first match where I feel like it's a toss up, and it's the U.S. Championship. Sheamus defending against Damian Priest. The build for this has been really weird, in my opinion. You know, they've crossed paths a little bit, but it seems like Priest is still intertwined with The Miz and Johnny Drip Drip, John Morrison. So right. I was like, yeah. okay, is this the beginning of the feud? I don't know. I feel like Sheamus's title reign has, for all the good he did during the pandemic, I feel like this was, in some respects, a consolation prize. Like, hey, thanks for all you did. We're going to put a belt on you, but then we're not going to give you anybody credible for five months. I mean, who's he been facing? Ricochet and... Umberto Carrillo. I mean, does anybody care? Yeah, it's been a bunch of nobodies. Yeah, not that Ricochet is a nobody, but well, yeah. they push him like a nobody. That's that's the problem. Mm-hmm. I hear you on that. I could see Priest winning the belt here. I think I'm going to go with that. I also mm-hmm. don't think this is necessarily the end of the feud. But for those of you that think Sheamus yeah. might win this one, I can't argue against it. This is one of those pick pickums, as Gorilla Monsoon used to call. Or say, yeah. For me, I'm I'm going priest. Um, for a lot of things you said with Sheamus, I think this is probably the really igniter to their feud, and really will get them going. But uh, I'm going to go with priest on this one as well. Okay, cool. All right, uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championship. The Usos are the defending champions against the father-son duo of Rey and Dominic Mysterio. So interesting, you know, that this feud, we got two brothers going up against the father and son tag team, which WWE tried to hype up a little bit when it first happened. First father-son tag team champions in the history of the company. I... I don't see the Mysterios getting the belts back. Um, I think Dominic has been very lucky that nepotism's reigning strong in WWE right now. Um, I mean, he's gotten better, but, you know, for all the crap we give AEW for, you know, some of the stuff we see on there with the inexperience, at least WWE has some sort of developmental system, and this kid didn't go through it. He's he's done pretty well considering, but... 
anyway, that's not a reason necessarily that I pick against them. I just I just don't see why they would take the belts off the USO so quickly after they gave them the belts again. You know, and there's you could do Ray and Dominic as singles wrestlers now. I think I kind of feel bad for Jey Uso, main event Jey Uso during that whole you know Thunderdome right. era. Now he's back into the tag team division and almost forgotten as a singles guy. So I think that part kind of sucks. I think they could have still had them occasionally wrestle singles and gone somewhere. But anyway, yeah, I'm going to stick with the Usos on this one. Yeah, I'm going to Usos as well. Um, I think it's just they're they're not going to lose the belts until Roman decides that he's going to lose his. I don't see the Usos losing theirs. He's the booker now? <laughs> well, no, not he's the booker, but you know what I mean. Like, until until he gets ready to to lose his belt to whoever he's going to pass it Got on it. to. But. All right. Uh, here's another one where I think it's a pick. See, oh, so ahead. now, yeah, this is that's what I was going to say. This next one for me is the, is the, the toughest probably to pick on this card. Edge and, Edge and Seth Rollins. Uh, a part of me wants wants to see Rollins go over. That would be the smart booking to push him up into the Roman category. But then again, Edge has been doing some really good work the past couple of weeks. Ah, <sighs> um, I'm gonna go Rollins. Actually, I'm gonna agree with you for the same reasons. I mean, Ed- Edge is not a guy that I feel like his ego is big enough that he has to win. And this isn't really necessarily a case where he's putting somebody over to get them to the next level. Rollins has been that main eventer, you know, he's been their focal point before. Mm-hmm. I don't think edge needs a win here to keep it, you know, the fans interested. I think Rollins kinds of needs right. it more. Uh, I'm, I'm going to agree with you there. I don't see edge winning this one, but I do think it's a pick em, you know, it, if Edge won, wins this match, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me either. All right, another match that I consider a pick'em is the SmackDown Women's Championship. We have Bianca Belair defending against the legit boss Sasha Banks. The uh, Mercedes Varnado, the lady who is actually part of a TV show that got an Emmy nom. Forget you know, <laughs> which is awesome. Right, I. Don't think Bianca walks out as champion. I know we've discussed it for several months that a lot of us feel like this title reign has been a complete failure. Not yeah. that she's not over, but she's not over enough that she should be a champion. I think they hot-shotted this too quickly. And it could have very well have been. You know, Sasha's been out for several months. It might have been a case of, we're giving you a break. We'll put the belt on Bianca until you're ready to come back, and I'll help her get over. You know, and yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't see Sasha losing to Bianca yet again. You know, time will tell. I, I don't see it either. I think Sasha takes this one. We've been talking about it, like you said, for months. And I think uh, Bianca Belair's, she was hot-shotted too quickly up there. She held it down while Bailey got hurt. And while Sasha decided to, you know, take a break and come back. But it's it's been lackluster ever since she won it at uh, WrestleMania. So uh, bring some credibility back. Let her chase. Maybe that'll bring her stock back up. So Sasha Banks. All right. 
So we have triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. We have the defending champion, Nikki, almost a superhero, defending against former champion Charlotte and former champion Rhea Ripley. I could see why this one's a pick for most people. I know it's a pick for me. Mm-hmm. But do you put the belt on Nikki... Almost a superhero, Nikki Ash, and take it off her that quickly. I don't know. I feel like everyone's fully expecting it to be Charlotte. Some people might think Rhea. I th- actually think they might keep it on Nikki. So I know Rob, he'd probably be ripping me a new one if he was on and ask what the hell I'm thinking. But I'm I'm going to go with Nikki to retain here, surprisingly. And honestly, I don't think the character's working either. It's okay, but it's not great. But who knows? Maybe the merchandise sales for the kids are saying yeah. elsewhere. You know, the targeted demo. Right. See, I oh, man, I'm I'm leaning towards going with you, just because I know they can. It could be one of those things where Charlotte has Rhea in the figure four, and Nikki jumps in and covers her, and sneaks a win that way. Um, this is a tough one. I want to say Nikki, but for some reason. I'm going to go with Charlotte. And like you said, it's a toss-up. All three of them could walk out with it, and it wouldn't be a bad choice. Yeah, the interesting thing is I feel like Rhea Ripley is the odd person out. That's the only one I don't see necessarily winning this one. And the girl's over, I'll give her that. And for those of you that are into the tatted uh, short hair thing, uh, go check out Matt Riddle's Twitter because... Apparently he was in the pool with her and Damian Priest earlier today. Um, <laughs> all right. And these last two, a lot of people probably see as pickums. Uh, I know I kind of do, but let's start off with the WWE championship match. We have Bobby Lashley with MVP in his corner defending against Goldberg. And I say pick because I could see them putting the belt back on Goldberg for whatever reason. I don't know why they would do that. Except that they are going to Saudi Arabia, I believe, in October. So maybe they would go that route again? Hmm. I feel like there's better options to get people over by beating Bobby Lashley. And I actually had one in my head before we started tonight. And I forgot it, of course, because I had a couple glasses of wine tonight. So go me. Um, I think I'm going to stick with Lashley to retain here. I I mean, I, I don't know why he put the belt back on Goldberg. Or actually, this belt he's never actually won. He's won the Universal. He's not won the WWE Championship. I think they've hyped that up. I just don't see the point of putting Goldberg on. In fact, I'm actually surprised with his two-match-a-year contract that they didn't save him for Saudi. Right. Yeah, for me, I'm, I want to go with Lashley on this one. Um, this is the one where I could see Big E's cash-in coming. Um... You're in Vegas. You've got a huge live crowd. If Goldberg wins, I definitely say 100% Big E cashes in. If not, I I can still see it. I don't know. First Something to me tells me um, Lashley's going to win and Big E will cash in after the, the beating that they give each other. So you're calling a cash in. Uh, maybe we could convince Rob to give you bonus points if you're right, but then he might say you lose bonus points. Do you want to make that official or not? If no, nah, right, 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 right. I'll just 
I'll, I'll leave it in. The, I'll, I'll I'll leave it on the audio. Nah, I won't. <laughs> okay. Put it up All right. And then, um, and this is the only reason why I think SummerSlam is still definitely a must see show, and why WWE might not be too concerned with CM Punk. Oh shoot! I just said it, didn't I? Oops. Uh, well, the whole rumored CM Punk bum, bum, debut bum. on AEW tomorrow night or tonight or whenever you listen to this, it might have happened in the past already. But I mean, this—I feel like this is probably bigger than any match they threw at WrestleMania this year. We have Roman Reigns defending against John Cena. So, do you want to give your pick first, or do you want me to go into mine? Because I know before we started recording, I said I had some thoughts about this one. I'll give my pick okay. first. I'll let you. I'll let you come in strong with yours. Um, for me, it's Roman. I, I don't see him losing till Mania. Um, so for me, the big dog's going to keep the. He's going to keep the strap. Keep it going. Um, I do feel like WWE is going to swerve us in some way. They're going to pull out all the stops. I did hear that they tried to get Mike Tyson to show up for this. Um, so I can see some type of surprise ending maybe they bring in the other uso brother that's been rumored to be signing with either uh aew or wwe um i just see something big happening to end this match but Uh, roman's still walking off so now i remembered what i was gonna say and it had to do with the lashley match i wonder if they pull a swerve on us and this might go into our nxt picks a little bit we have Samoa Joe versus Karrion Cross, and Karrion Cross has shown up on Raw lately. So the thought is, okay, Karrion Cross, how long, much longer is he going to keep the NXT Championship? Lashley doesn't have that many challengers left. Could you see Samoa Joe actually not winning the NXT title? Possibly, and you don't have to answer this now. But maybe Samoa Joe doesn't actually win the belt. Cross actually stays in NXT, and maybe Samoa Joe gets moved up to be Lashley's challenger. I mean, it would be odd because of the whole contract thing, and they let him go, but I think a Lashley-Samoa Joe yeah. match would be fucking awesome. And if Joe's been cleared to wrestle for NXT, what's stopping them from putting him back on Raw? That would be very interesting. I would be intrigued to see that. I'd like to see Joe and Lashley go yeah. at it. I feel like that could be one hell of a match. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get that, but that's, that, that was my thought. Anyway, with the Reigns-Cena match, you mentioned Reigns keeping the title until WrestleMania, and I had a few thoughts here. The thought, the rumor has been Reigns, Rock, WrestleMania, that's been rumored for a while. We don't know that it's a done deal. It might not be. We, we, we just don't know, and I, I know I've argued in the past that if they did that match, that it doesn't necessarily need the belt, but there's a couple things here. First off, if Roman loses the belt to Cena, I could see Cena holding it. I mean, he's already signed to be or advertised to be at the September 10th SmackDown show at Madison Square Garden. So they could, in theory, put the belt on Cena and he holds it for a month and then drops it back to Roman at Clash of Champions or whatever the next one is. That, that could happen. I actually, I got a different theory. I'm going to pick Roman to retain, just like you did. And my thought is that Cena ends up being the backup in case they can't get the deal done with The Rock. And you have Cena versus Roman again at WrestleMania, and it'll be the third time's the charm for Cena, and that's when he might get his 17th title reign and supposedly break Ric Flair's record. Because if those of you who follow, like Conrad Thompson, uh, you know that he revealed once again the 
theory that Ric Flair is actually a 21 time champion, not 16. But anyway, I think Cena is your backup for WrestleMania in case they can't get Rock. So do you put the belt on him now and potentially do a Brock Lesnar situation? No, I don't see that happening. So I'm going to agree. I think you keep it on Roman. And then you have Cena as the, you know, hype up. You've never beaten Roman. This is your last chance. Unfortunately, that might mean that he ties Steve and Cold Steve Austin's Royal Rumble win record to get there. Maybe not, but I think Cena's your backup in case you can't get Rock for WrestleMania. So what's the point of having Cena win now? There's more hype. There's more interest in the underdog, even if it's John Cena. Right. So I'm going to agree with you and go with Roman. Yeah, let him, let him so I tell you for the pick, we said, or I, my theory was there was a lot of pickums on the, on both SummerSlam and NXT. At least on the SummerSlam side, we only picked differently on two matches. Yep, that's true. On the uh, RK, the tag titles mm-hmm. and the uh, women's title. Yeah. Well, we'll see what Rob comes in with. Um I'll probably be laughing to the bank on this one, but we'll see. I mean, I I have had a good run lately trying to close the gap. Um, I know you guys have actually kept up pretty well, so and I have a long way before I'd ever be champion anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But, uh, yeah, I, I was looking at these cards, and I was like, man, I've had a good run, but I feel like it could all come crashing down this weekend. And that's fine. You know, we right. do this for fun. Yeah, I was thinking the same uh, thing. All right, so before we get to our NXT TakeOver picks, uh, one of the matches on TakeOver 36 this weekend is a rematch for the NXT United Kingdom Championship between the the defending champion, Walter, who's held that belt over 400 days, and Rob and I were actually in the crowd at TakeOver New York when he beat Pete Dunne for the belt and ended his record-breaking reign then. He's defending against Ilya Dragunov. Now, those of you that don't watch NXT often, probably are not too aware of this guy. I know he's been mainly on the UK side. He has wrestled on the main show a few times, but and I think this is where, and I'm bashing NXT if you can believe it or not, I don't think they've done that great a job of hyping up this rematch. I think they could have done a better job, but it is what it is. Right. But we're going to do that hype job for you because... Walter versus Ilya Dragunov had a match last October on NXT UK. So it was on a regular show. It wasn't even on one of their takeover shows. And it was actually picked by some wrestling dirt sheet experts as the number one match of last year. Um, if not overall, at least for WWE. So I haven't seen this match. Have you seen this match yet? I haven't seen it. Okay, so this is going to be... I've heard of it, but I haven't yeah. seen it. All right, so this one's going to be a little different for you all, folks, because we usually watch matches that we've seen already. Sometimes we're making fun of what's going on in the crowd uh, or what the dress style of the people uh, back when the match took place. Uh, This one's a little bit interesting because it's actually an empty arena, and we've never seen it before. (laughs) So this one should be fun. So we're going to in it. All right, so if you want to watch along, I know you'll hear the audio in the background, but we are on Peacock. For those of you internationally that might be listening and have WWE Network, we're very jealous of you because we had to go to the beginning of this match and sit through a couple of commercial breaks. So for all of you U.S. people that are on Peacock or uh, maybe some of you are using a VPN, which I did hear WWE found a way to crack down on that as well. But anyway, on the Peacock stream, it's at the 36 
minute 19 second mark the match starts the match it looks like probably goes almost a half hour i didn't check the running time on this so hang on to your butts folks as hell jackson said in jurassic park uh and we're, we're in for a wild ride so freddie you ready sir here we go yes All sir right. Let's All right, do so it. I'll I'll do the countdown and then say play. When I say play, you hit play. All right. Yes, All right. sir. Three, two, one, play. And now it is time. All right. I'm liking the uh, the arena setup. It looks like there's a bar right near the, <laughs> the arena. Right. Yeah, that's what I noticed. So, and one of the things with the rematch, I'm like questioning. This guy, Ilya Dragunov, which I've seen him before, the guy can go. He doesn't even... And I know they say it's not about size anymore. This guy doesn't even clear 200 pounds. So the fact that they've hyped him up so well as being a threat to Walter, I think is amazing. Right. Yeah, Walter is a monster compared to the guy. I mean, Dragunov this week... Ended up filling in for the cruiserweight champion Kushida against Roderick Strong, and the guy actually—he's so intense—he actually busted himself open and finished the match. Yeah. And then he came out for a segment uh, run-in when Walter tried to interfere in the tag team title match later on on NXT, and he still had like the paper towel over his head when he came out. I mean, got to give the guy credit; he's tough. The, the eyes are so creepy with this yeah. guy. A lot, a lot of these UK dudes are. Yeah, so Dragunov, I believe, is Russian, and I think Walter. I want to say Hungarian, but let me see. Let me check on that for you, folks. Now, before Walter comes out, is it correct that they were saying that uh, Pete Dunne's contract is up around WrestleMania time or SummerSlam time? As well? Pete Dunne. That he could possibly be afraid. Yeah, Pete Dunne and Adam Cole's been removed. All right, so Walter is Australian. I was wrong, not Hungarian. Longest reigning NXT United Kingdom okay. champion, though. I also love Dragunov and Walter's theme music. Yeah. I was actually out for a run the other day, and I had this theme stuck in my head, and I started humming it, and people were looking at me. Nice. I do love his entrance, yeah, though. It's awesome. And him and. I guess he's kind of the de facto leader of Imperium. Along uh, the tag mm. team, Fabian Eichner and. Uh, Mark, uh, Bartel. Uh, I forget his first name. Marcus Bartel, I think. Or, yeah, I feel stupid for not remembering that, but. Their moniker is the Ring of Sacred, and I really get such a kick out of that. I really respect that, you know, because, you know, they treat it like it's a religion for them, you know? Marcel Bartel, I'm sorry. Let me right. let me correct myself there. Look at Dragunov with that look. Yeah, this dude looks outside his mind. You know what? Impact Wrestling. Take Walter's, notes. Walter's got to be what six, six five. Uh, 
Six six. He is six four. That's the thing now. There's so many smaller rustlers out there that, while six four is definitely nothing to, you know, put down. It, it's right. not as impressive as what we used to see in the eighties and nineties with some of these guys. Right. Like Nash was what six eleven. Yeah, something like that. Almost seven foot. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, 6-10 six, six for that. That NXT UK title actually looks a little more impressive than the NXT title. It really does. I, I love the uh, the detail in the middle of it. That's awesome. With the horse and the, with the, horse and the lion, it's all awesome. But that is not the belt you want, sir. You'd want one with the bear on it. Yes, that is correct. As long as you didn't know what Oso stood for. Yeah, there you go. Jeez. I mean, the way they're beating the crap out of each other and we're only in the first 30 seconds and this thing goes uh, over to Yeah, I was going to say, holy crap. Shit. At least, you know, ease into it. No, these guys went straight for it. And this is where I feel like today's wrestling sometimes becomes an issue where with all the high-flying stuff, it doesn't feel as special where this this just feels like a fight right now. Right. For, for a big guy, Walter means pretty well. I hope, I know there's rumors that he doesn't want to leave Europe. He wants to stay in Europe. I really would love to see him on the main roster, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he would excel tremendously on the main roster. And honestly, if they don't want to take but, his, you know, and his reign as a clean loss, why not do a match against the NXT champion, whoever that is, he wins and gives up the UK title, you know? I mean, they did it with Asuka, with the women's title. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't get why he, he wants this. Well... You know, I'm sure it's family reasons and all that yeah. stuff, but if they're willing to, to throw the bag at you, like, jump on it, man. That shit doesn't come around very often. I don't think so. So, for this match, CBS Sports did rate this their match of the year. I didn't even know CBS Sports covered, <laughs> covered this. Wrestling. Oh. We got Walter... Ranked number 14 of the top 500 single wrestlers in the PWI 500 in 2019. I don't recall where he got ranked in 2020. I'll look that up. But considering he's mostly been seen just in the European scene and he's gotten that kind of attention by an American publication, pretty good. Yeah, it says a lot about him. Nasty. And watch this. The Red General just. Cranking on that neck. He knows there may be a kink in the armor of Dragonov. 
Wow, a rest hold. You don't see that in matches anymore. Yeah. Alright, Walter will drop down 11 spots to 25 in the 2020 rankings. Still pretty impressive. I mean, if you see the, if you yeah. see the other names. Right. Yeah, I mean, guys ahead of him, Kento, Miyahara, Alistair Black, MJF, Will Osprey, Jacob Fatu, Braun Strowman got ranked 19. All right, the, uh, this this list will lost credibility with me now. Oh, that's right. Nigel McGuinness is the commentator for UK. I forgot about him. I, that's right. I liked yeah. it. I liked his commentary. His his in ring work wasn't horrible. Either. No, no, he was he was great. It, it was a career ending injury that kind of ended things for him. My God, that chop! Holy shit! Walter and some he kind of reminds me. You remember that Simpsons episode, the baseball one, with Ken Griffey Jr. had gigantism. <laughs> kind of reminds me of Walter sometimes. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. That's a great weapon. God, look at the size of his hands. Holy shit. Is it me or does he work very similar style to Andre? I was just well. thinking that. Certain moves, different things. As I was well. just thinking that. Well, he's a guy that, the, uh, the, as I recall, does not get injured very often. So he wrestles a smart style. They see Dragunov, like, going toe-for-toe toe with him, and it actually looks believable, you know, even though there's, like, a at least, a, what, 6 foot 4 or five versus 5'10", five, you're looking at a 6-inch height differential doesn't look that way when you're watching this it looks like you know you can make that up that classic argument you know in some fights where Dragunov went for lean and mean you know ooh right that was a nice move and I like I like how with Walter it's not what you see all the time Talk about the size and strength of it's not like you know here's a run out to the outside i'm going to do a freaking swan dive out to the side of the ring or you know crazy move set that just doesn't fit the wrestler like this is believable yeah. it looks like an actual street fight like they're just fucking going toe to toe and they're just beating the shit out of right. so when samoa joe did his tope suicida through the ropes on nxt the other night that wasn't believable <laughs> <laughs> when he hit the ropes, I was like, oh shit, I forgot he does this. I kind of wish he didn't. Right. <laughs> Dragunov is selling so well, though. Ever since the neck crank. Yeah. yeah. You, you've been seeing him hold this. Yeah. This is what I like. It feels like a real fight. It feels like a wrestling match, yeah. is what it yeah. feels like. I know Rob watches a lot of matches that we don't get a chance to, but Rob, if you, when you listen to this, if you haven't watched this match, definitely check this one out. And that goes for all of you. Yeah, definitely. This is 
take the time out to watch this match. It's some might it's not like a poetry emotion match, but it's it's close to it. Yeah. It's it's not your classic, you know, Steamboat Savage, but even Steamboat Savage felt more real. Than it gives you feel of the wrestling. Yeah. At least Steamboat Savage wasn't like you know all aerial. You know, they still sold. Right. The way he landed on his legs, on his legs, reminded me of when uh, Crow Cop got knocked out <laughs> by Gonzaga and his leg got stuck underneath him. There is only one man on or who, or, uh, Machida when he beat Rashad. Yeah. Funny you bring them up with uh, former UFC heavyweight champions Andre Olovsky and Junior Dos Santos on Dynamite this week. Hold on a second. Yeah. Jeez. See, when you're taking that many chops, what the hell does your chest feel like for days afterwards, you know? Oh, yeah. It's got to hurt like hell. Anything, just putting on a shirt has to Starting to think I need to be watching UK NXT UK every Thursday at three o'clock. Cheap plug. Sweet Jesus! Look at his chest. And Walter looks like he's taking a dump in the ring. <laughs> yeah. Walter. Walter. The champion breaking the count. But still, Walter is just methodical. Now, like dragging off in his desperation, like was trying to pull the boot. You know, and Walter didn't like kind of give a sarcastic look or anything. He's just like, "Yeah, I'm kicking you." Yeah. And Walter is out to prove something here tonight. Not just return that title. He wants to prove something to the one man who pinned him clean in the ring. You can fool me once, but fool me twice. beast, man. You know, if, if this match wasn't recorded, I wonder if we should have taken bets on whether Dragunov has blood dripping out of his chest by the end of this one. It's great. Yeah. God, even the forearm. <laughs> it's got to be hell to work with him. There is no quit. In Dragunov, he Definitely a guy that likes to work stiff. But I think both of these guys do. Yeah. I think they, a lot of the UK guys, actually. I mean, you've seen, we've seen Dragunov, we've seen Walter, we've seen Pete Dunne, we've seen Tyler Bate, yeah. uh, Trent Seven, you know. A lot of those guys like to wrestle stiff. It's just that European style. Also, I like the way they, they shot this. You know, you forget that it's actually an empty arena. Right. How the frig did he get and him in a German suplex? It, it hasn't looked like it. Yeah, yeah well, that's where Impact should have taken notes. Right. And when he's hitting it, it doesn't... Walter... And Dragunov are so good, you can't even 
tell that Walter had probably had to jump for, to help him with that one, you know? Right. Two men, two gladiators. Go ahead, leave comments, folks, that we're loving this too much. It's okay. Yeah. Holy shit, man. I did not expect this from this man. Nah. Is not human. Might have been Dragunov faced Pete Dunne. And that match was another hard hitter, if I remember correctly. I do like that they did leave the belt up. Yeah. In the background? Well, NXT in the U.S. has started doing that now. Like leaving whatever matches up on the, uh, on the screen? Yeah. And then what's cool is then they display on the screen uh, still champion or new champion and stuff like that. I mean, I don't care about all the pyrotechnics and stuff, but little things like that, having the graphic on the screen ready right when the match is over, I think, makes a right. nice difference. And it's a little, it's a little touch. You don't need to. The pyrotechnics, I feel like it. Yeah, I get it. It's a show. I just don't think it's necessary. You know, it, it makes it feel too much right. like save, a show. Unless save it for Mania, yeah. one time a year. Right, save it for those special moments. You know, I don't need to see it every time Seth Rollins comes out for a match or Edge comes out for a match. You know. Right. But that was the Attitude Era. There was pyro and shit. Every but not week. for every wrestler. Not, not, that's that's, right. that's what. Yeah, it was just the that's big that's what I'm trying to get at. I mean, and then there's some guys that that you know whatever special effects actually makes the character like a carrying cross and he's on Raw and they're not using it. I don't understand that. It's like I get that you don't right. want you don't want to you know make them completely like they were in NXT, but little things like that would make a huge difference to getting these guys over. You know. Right. No, I agree with you 100%. Some guys need that special effects help. Yeah, absolutely. God, the clothesline sounded as vicious as a slap. Yeah. Yeah, he's very Andre-like to me, man. How's that for a counter? (laughs) Well, Shayna Baszler, take notes. That's how you let go of the hold so you don't get pinned. (laughs) I like Shayna Baszler. Six one nine close line. I don't know how I feel about that. To see Dragonov's back is like ready to bleed more than his for chest right now. (laughs) Right. I think Walter's cut open. Yeah. On the side of his. Yeah, I thought I noticed that. Surprising seeing the uh, ref not throw his uh, disposable gloves on in the fight. Championship and <laughs> oh, what it 
Just straight open hand slap <laughs> right to the face. It's like Mike Tyson's punch out. You throw the you throw the uppercut and he just knocks you with one hand. <laughs> right. An absolutely incredible display of brutality. Both competitors struggling to get back to their feet. Look at the chest of Dragonov. Welted. Red. It's Walter. Textbook chop across the chest. Continuing to try and break down the almost inhuman Ilya Dragunov. Again. Like the so, like, I hate your guts. Stop chopping the shit out of my chest. Dragunov back up. Oh, and again. So what do you want to do in this match? Oh, we'll just chop the shit out of each other. Okay, that works. Yeah. Oh. He is stiff as shit. It's not even like they're like doing these all inspiring moves or anything. They're just beating the crap out. Oh, yeah, I see, I see drops of blood. Oh, wait, no. I'm sorry. That's a birthmark. Shit. No, no, no. Actually, no. There is some. Whew. It's like as soon as they step through the curtain, they better have that lotion with aloe ready to go, you know? This is right. Now, do you, do you think it would work here in the States against, um, you know, U.S. talent, not U.K. guys, the being that stiff? I think nowadays, you know the problem, this is going to sound really shitty of me, but, like, even when I was I was watching AEW and the whole elites, you know, beating down Christian and Jurassic Express and all, I just watch them and I'm like, these guys are fucking marks for themselves, and I don't think I don't feel that way when I watch when I'm watching these guys you know what I mean you know they're not trying to show right. off they're trying to just beat the crap out of each other I think it, I think there's a place for it I don't think everyone necessarily in the main roster are marks for themselves like you know believe it or not for example Roman I mean Roman doesn't try to show off you know he does what he needs to do yeah. you know and I think a lot of guys need to take notes I mean there's as far as Aerial maneuvers and in you know some of the matches we get in the states, yeah, they're it's awe inspiring to watch the moves they're doing. But at the same time, you're like it's a stunt show, you know. This feels like a fight. Right, we don't have to see it every match. Right. At least we don't see the Tope Suicida a hundred times now in the one night. Right. Or I'm just gotten. Oh, there they are. Is that or I just gotten desensitized to it? <laughs> The black disposable gloves have a run. <laughs> Alright, so they got the same safety precautions in the UK. That's good to know. Right. I'm actually curious if we're going to get like false finishes where you think Dragunov might actually pull it off because I mean even though he's been in there he doesn't look like he's had a chance of winning this once you know and maybe that's what right that's what I was going to say I was going to say the, the style's good and everything but it, it only works if it's going back and forth yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like, if it's one-sided, you're like, all right, I get it. We're beating the shit out of each other. Like, this is, what, Kofi and Lashley from the last pay-per-view? Yeah, I'm just... But, like, while dragging off right now, you don't feel like he's had a shot of winning. He's still in the fight. Right. Double slap. Double slap. I was gonna say he probably hit him on the temp the temple there. See look at that. Still selling on the top mm. rope. Two counts. Take notes, young bucks. Young bucks are getting better, but yeah, I I hear you. It's like the adrenaline's wearing off the dragon off now, you know? Right. Shit's starting to hurt. What a match! This is this is brutality like we have never seen. This is what the United Kingdom Championship. His chest almost looks as bad as Uriah Faber's leg. <laughs> After he fought, uh, was it Renan Barrow or Jose Aldo? Probably Barrow. Was it? I still remember when they put Barrow in to face. Yeah, they put in Barrow to fill in to face Faber for the, I guess, for the belt for the interim bantamweight. I guess it was. And Dana White couldn't even say Hennen. He, it's like he didn't know his first name. So you're right. Who was gonna face Barrow? And I'm like, what's his first name? Is he going for like a T-bone? No fucking way. Oh my god. But he muscled him up, you know? It didn't he didn't jump. Yeah. Well played, sir. And you guys I mean, this was when the pandemic was even worse. You know, there wasn't any touring going on. Oh my god, I hope these guys got a month off after this one. Yes, sweet Jesus. Get the ice bath ready in the back. You know, and the sad thing is this rematch is only going to be seen by, in person, maybe 300 people. Because they're still doing things at the Performance Center. I'm a little surprised that they didn't put TakeOver in a, in a slightly bigger arena, you know? I thought they would have brought them over from the UK. No, no, no. The, these guys are over from the UK. What I'm trying to get at is this match is only going to be seen live in person by probably about 300 people, and this is a match that really should be in front of a bigger crowd, in my mind. The rematch, you know? Right. I'm surprised. I mean, there was rumors right. that they were going to tr- considering doing the TakeOver show in Vegas. I'm kind of surprised that they didn't figure something out. I mean, you didn't ha- necessarily have to... Yeah. Go to uh, the T-Mobile Arena. You could have used the Atomic and Max Center. You know, take that AEW formula, go for a small arena. Yeah. You know, do the college tour. Yeah, definitely. Go smaller. Yeah. Yeah. 
The title means so much to Walter, but the dream is in the mind, the heart of Almost felt like Walter was begging off for a second there, you know? You don't see that often. This could be it! This could be it! Yeah, it's crazy. He's he's getting a little just of his own medicine here. And while Dragunov was hitting those elbows about 10-15 seconds ago, Nigel on commentary selling it yeah. that the match could get stopped. I think that would be really interesting if they did that a little bit more, you know? Right. Just a you can't go anymore. <clears throat> Jeez. I wonder if I see Walter, Walter do the frog splash, the big splash off the top rope. Oh, maybe I spoke too soon. But look at that. He's sell, I mean, he's selling the beating, too. Yeah, for sure. Now he's gonna pick that up. Yeah. Yeah. So graceful. How on earth is Ilya Dragunov still in this match? Ground and pound. Well, I guess smack and pound. <laughs> Making him his bitch. He's out. It's gotta be it. Wow, and they keep him looking strong by having him pass out and not tap out. Yeah. Hell of a man. Yeah. It's not, I'm, I'm going to, I'll be the first to say this is not going to be everyone's cup of tea if you haven't seen this, but this is more the kind of style I'd like to see. I mean, not, not, not necessarily even the beating the shit out of each other. I mean, I like good technical wrestling too. I don't mind an aerial move here and there, but not mm. when it's the entire match, but these guys just, it felt like a fight. Yeah. This is the it got a little bit repetitive there in the middle for me, Yeah, but I did, I did enjoy it. I am looking forward to see what they do on on Sunday. Well, and even with a small audience, uh, while I'd like to see it in a bigger audience, I think that those guys are going to go apeshit for this. This, I'm going to call right now. This might be our match of the night on Sunday, possibly the match of the whole weekend. I mean, especially with ten matches for that. SummerSlam, I don't see them giving anybody this much time. They they might. Yeah. I mean, you know Lashley Goldberg's not getting any more than three minutes, probably, so. Yeah, I'd say Roman Cena's probably the longest match on Saturday, but this, this rematch, I'm going to say probably match of the weekend at a minimum. Yeah. All right, so let's jump into these encyclopedia. I'm, I'm still watching here. I'm still watching here. <laughs> the emotion 
Yeah, there's only a minute left. I'm, 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 I'm going to sit. Walter's like looking at him, holding onto the belt, but he's still down on the ground selling. But he's, it's almost like he, a respectful look he's given him. Yeah. Yeah, Dragunov's selling well. I mean, they're like turning him over. And he's out. And Walter's like right next to him, just looking at him. But like, it's almost like I, I can't believe you took this punishment. <laughs> you took this ass whooping for 30 minutes. This is a sell job. This is this is beautiful right here. It's very old yeah. school. Alright. Alright, well, I hope you guys all enjoyed that. And now we're going to get to our picks for TakeOver 36. And, you know, I know Rob mentioned the last time we did a TakeOver pick show or an NXT show, he commented a lot of the matches didn't feel, feel like they were built up very well. I feel differently about this card. I feel like they rebounded very nicely. All these. Yeah, I feel like all these got a nice backstory. Exactly. And nothing too complicated. I mean, even the over-the-topness of the LA Knight Cameron Grimes storyline has been kind of fun. Yeah. So, all right. And this is the match that a lot of people might consider to be a match of the year candidate. I know their first match got a lot of love. Well, there were some parts of it. I think the whole stage collapsing thing, I think, threw me off. But ending the feud once and for all. We have three stages of... I'm calling it three stages of hell, but it's two out of three falls. It's Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. For those of you that are not aware, it's going to be a different match style or match type in each fall. So they're going to start off with traditional wrestling. Second fall will be a street fight. And third fall, if necessary, will be a steel cage. I always love when they do that because I think I've only seen one time where they haven't gone all three when they've announced. They haven't gone all three. I think it was one time. I think I, The one I remember the most, I think it was the 88 Royal Rumble. And it was, it was the Young Stallions against, I believe, the Islanders. And I think the Islanders won like two falls to none because I think one of the Young Stallion guys actually got injured in the match. <laughs> so they kind of ended it quickly. But All right. So three stages of hell. Some... Things to consider here. Adam Cole, is his contract up? Did he resign? Is If he did resign, is he going to Raw? Is he going to SmackDown? Is he staying in NXT? A lot of variables here that we're just not sure about. I know Adam Cole won the second match. O'Reilly won the first one. I don't think Adam Cole needs this win. And I know usually if you're moving on, whether he's leaving or moving into the main roster, you usually do the favors, but... They don't necessarily do that with NXT all the time. I'm going to go out on the limb and pick O'Reilly. I like Adam Cole more. I think he's got more promise, but I feel like he's moving on somewhere, whether it be to AEW or to the main roster. I think his time in NXT, it's long overdue for him to move on. So I think he does the favor, and he's a respectful guy. You know, he's he's a big wrestling guy per se, you know, seems to respect tradition and what have you. I'm gonna. I, I think he does the honors for Kyle O'Reilly on the way out. I'm picking O'Reilly. Oh, O'Reilly! Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm going O'Reilly as well. I think Cole does the rub. Um, I think it it only benefits O'Reilly. It, this doesn't benefit. Um, it doesn't benefit Cole a win or a loss here. Like he can he can take the loss and not look weak and 
still continue his rise up to the main roster, which I think, you know, reports are saying he did sign a new deal with WWE. So we'll see. Hey, as long as the man gets to go home to DMD, he's doing all right. There you go. All right, Million Dollar Championship. We have LA Knight defending his Million Dollar Championship against Cameron Grimes and a little stipulation that's been added on. If Cameron Grimes loses, the Million Dollar Man has to become Knight's butler. This is one that I could see them going in one direction to throw people off because do we really see the Million Dollar Man playing this face character? And do we really see him becoming a butler? Has this whole thing been a whole schmage to get grime out of the way once and for all? I could see them going that route, but because they threw in that butler stipulation, I feel like NXT, uh, for the most part, usually honors things. Although Johnny Gargano did beat Dexter Loomis and Indy still with him. But anyway, I'm going to go Cameron Grimes on this one. I just don't see them having Knight go 3-0 and against him. And I don't see DiBiase becoming a yeah. butler. As weird as it is to see him as a face right now. Yeah. Um, for me, I feel like this storyline's kind of running its course for me. It's getting to the end of the, like, all right, let's wrap it up. Let's move these guys along. And I think you put the, the million-dollar belt on Grimes and let him go with DiBiase and, you know, eventually have DiBiase turn on him and let LA Knight do his own thing. So I'm going Grimes here. All right, so we're in agreement there. NXT Women's Championship. Um, yeah, I feel like all three of these I could see going either way, but the the these next three matches. But the Women's Championship, we have Raquel Gonzalez defending against her former friend, uh, the sidekick. Sorry, Dakota. I don't believe that for a second. But anyway, um, I follow you both on Instagram, so I'm torn. Um, Dakota Kai. So this is a tough one for me because there have been rumors that Raquel is getting moved up. Um, I don't think she's ready for that personally. I think her promos need some work. I think her wrestling, you know, that tough brute force, she's got that down, but I still think there's some improvement in the in-ring before they move her up. Right. But do, do we have Kai lose yet another title shot? You know, he's lo- she's lost to Baszler. She lost to Shariah. Are they going to have her go 0 for 3? Um, I mean, it's more likely that they do that sort of thing nowadays. I'm really torn on this one. Do, do you have someone in mind already? I mean, maybe you could sway me one way or the other. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Raquel. I think she stays put for right now. Let her develop a little bit more before you rush her up. And you have the same problem that you had with Rhea and Bianca. I know they're all friends. Raquel could, it would do her service to stay put at least until Mania down in the next year. Or maybe you bring her up at Survivor Series or Royal Rumble, but not quite yet. Um, right. I want to say you swayed me. Okay. But I think there's more to having Dakota finally win the belt. And I don't necessarily think it's going to be a clean one if she does. I mean, they hinted at Dakota always needs help. That was brought up in the face in the interview they did last night or the other night on NXT. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if she's going to have somebody help her out here. Um, I'm actually going to I'm going to go with Kai for the upset. I'm probably wrong. 
folks, do not put money on my picks. You, if you've been listening for a long time, you know better than to do that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Kai <laughs> on the upset here. As Rob would say, yes, you, they would. You're wrong, but. <laughs> So, all right, next match up is the one that we just watched, the rematch. Walter versus Dragunov. Two. Two. Um, I think it goes much along the way of the first okay. one. I think, it's, I think it's Walter holding on to the strap until he decides to come west or east, wherever he's coming from. I'm going to agree with you. I was thinking Dragunov for a while because I can't imagine that they fly Mm. these guys both over here just to go with the same result. But we don't know if Walter is going to stay stateside. And, I mean, we just saw it now. Even though Dragunov was in the fight, he never really felt like he had a shot at winning that match. Right, exactly. So what's going to change this time? I mean, yeah, he's gotten a couple of run-ins on NXT the last few weeks. That makes you think maybe. I want to see Walter move up, but I I don't know. I, I feel like he's kind of in that Oscar vein where it's going to get to a point where they're just going to take the title off him by moving him up. I, you know? So right. I'm going to agree with you, and I'm going to say Walter. All right, and the main event, yeah, uh, first time since February of last year that Samoa Joe has gotten in the mm-hmm. ring, and what a way to come back, facing off against the NXT champion, Karrion Cross. Uh, I noticed NXT has not made much mention of, too much mention of the fact that Cross is having his problems with Jeff Hardy. And I think it would be brilliant. Right, they've kept that off. Yeah, but it would be brilliant to have Hardy show up, you know? Involve him in some way, even if it's just that he's singing ringside for the match, you know? Because I don't think that storyline's over. Right. Could he cost Cross the NXT title, and that's what sends him up to the main right. roster? Right. I mean, Cross has beaten him twice. I think he, it's two to one right now. And I was a little surprised they right. didn't announce a fourth match for, for. I mean, maybe it'll be added to the kickoff show. Who knows? It's weird because I feel like Joe winning the belt yet again would be a step back for him, where Cross retaining wouldn't necessarily be a step back. But right, yeah, I don't see them firing Joe, resigning him to NXT, and then moving him up to the main roster as much as I'd like to see that. And Cross has right. been on the main roster, and is it going to be like a Tommaso Ciampa situation where they're going to show have him show up on Raw for a couple of weeks, and then he's going to disappear and stay in NXT? And I know when. Champa's case, it was an injury that caused that, but be that as it may. Do you have a pick in mind, or are you still on the fence on who? Uh, I'm, I'm going Joe here, just because I think Cross is on as well. I'm going to agree. All right. And... Yeah, that's, what, that's yeah. what I'm feeling. So, you know, you have more experience making picks, not just in, in wrestling. I know. <laughs> Football season starting soon, so folks, uh, hopefully there's a new Frenzy episode coming up soon, and him and Johnny Vigo will be doing their picks. If not, you can follow them yes, on social media. The, but The Frenzy is coming back for football season, so stay tuned for that, guys. Yeah. All right, so yeah, I'll agree with you. I'm going to go with Joe. And 
I think that that should be a wrap. I know we've probably gone well over an hour at this point. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a wrap for tonight. Um, be prepared for next week, guys. We got a shit ton coming your way with whatever happens this weekend, starting to tomorrow, tonight, whenever you guys are listening to it, Friday evening. It's going to be the big kickoff, so be prepared for a crap ton of news next week. A lot of overreaction and get ready. Look, all we're going to say, folks, there's plenty plenty going on in wrestling this weekend. If you're a baseball fan, there's plenty going on with the playoff races right now, even though we still got about six weeks left in the regular season. Um, European soccer is back. MLS is back. Football is getting ready. There's a lot going on, folks. It's really kicking into overdrive. And, you know, as we get into September, it gets even crazier and crazier. So I know we all judge. I know we're very critical. We do it on this show at time to time, um, myself included. But we hope you guys all enjoy this, enjoy everything this weekend. And if it's not sports, you know. Enjoy your families, enjoy the movie, and hopefully you get good weather, you know. And I think, Freddie, we can wrap this thing up. Alrighty, guys. We thank you guys for listening. The Sports Frenzy Podcast.com, The Sports Frenzy Pod on Twitter, and The Sports Frenzy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. So we will catch you guys next week. Peace.